Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hi, this is Bill Ratner. I'm the voice of Flint on G.I. Joe, and this is Knowing is Half the Podcast, which is actually an appropriation of the original saying, Knowing is Half the Battle, which was used in a number of public service announcements that have now been burlesqued on YouTube by a number of individuals, and I don't think there's a copyright issue at all. Have a good day. Savage strength, undying honor, fighting fury, from out of the past to save the future. Sergeant Savage and his Screaming Eagles. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. With G.I. Joe Complete, we're going on side missions now, and that includes today's episode. Today's episode is is in the G.I. Joe universe. Yes. And well, has cameos. You yes. work in the video game industry now. I do. Why wouldn't you call them side quests? Oh, that's a good point. Well, they're side stories. What? They're As not. They're not side, side because quest? side quests are your main character goes and does things off the main off the main road uh-huh. and has the side. But this just this tangentially involves GI Joe. No, Chan means this is our side quest. Oh, I see. Yeah, like, we're the heroes of this story, guys. Or, I take it all we back. Were, we were on the main mission to conquer all of GI Joe, and then at some point, someone was like. Well, I'll give you 20 gold coins if you... This is literally a fetch quest, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, no, what this, I mean, uh, what we've done now that we've finished G.I. Joe is this is basically a sequel. So it's like oh, okay. Final Fantasy uh, 12 Part 2. Uh, you're oh. referring, of course, to 13 Part 2, Chan. I, I don't even know. stopped or, at 8. Or 10. 10 <laughs> had like, a Part 2. I love Square. 12 had a Part 2, Chan. But then I lost track. Uh, here's the deal. I went to the Square Enix Cafe in Japan. I was like, I'm I don't so know any of these things. I'm so jealous of you. Uh, I got some coasters though. So coasters? Yeah, cool. they give out free coasters. So like that, with the. Dope. Does that mean at the end of this episode we're gonna hear da 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 because we won the battle of uh, the side quest? I'm not gonna go look that up. Final fantasy. I'm gonna thing. do that extra work. Uh, those games are all wonderful. Everybody, you should. I probably. don't. I don't know that one, but I know. Oh. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, I love Legend of Zelda too. 
Um, we're talking about a show here called Sergeant Savage and His Screaming Eagles. This was a pilot that was made uh, to be packaged in with the Sergeant Savage toys, which were an addendum to the G.I. Joe toy line from 1994 and 1995. Give me a moment, please. I need to work up to this. <sighs> I concur. I hated this so much. <laughs> I didn't hate this, but there's really nothing here. It's very... It's 99% exposition. Yeah. It's 1% gigantic arms. This feels... Uh, what arms? What great arms? A lot like that one episode of the 90s G.I. Joe that, uh, oh, the, that we the, watched. The, the the environmentalist episode that we watched? Um, the maybe? No Zone effect? Yeah, that's the one. That's no. the one. Who, who yeah. is, very who's, cartoony. Whose Patreon pick was this? This was Brian Rapp. Brian Rapp, I'm coming to your house. Okay, she's just Period? coming to your house. That's just, that's it. <laughs> just a, hello, I am here. I have to go now. Yeah. I will not well, be coming inside. Well, I only said I would come to the house. Well, I did it. I said I would, and I did. But what would have to be the Patreon donation in order to get to, Gina Ippolito to come to I your mean, house? It would, uh, realistically, it would just have to be probably the price of my plane ticket. A plane ticket and a nice meal. Yeah, yeah. And that doesn't have to be out somewhere. Ra- round trip plane ticket. Round trip. <laughs> People just send you one way <laughs> plane tickets. Now that you're here, you will never leave. Yeah, this is how I get kidnapped. <laughs> oh my goodness. But they still would have to buy me the nice meal if they wanted to kidnap me. Thank you. It's not even kidnapping. You'd be there willingly. <laughs> That's uh, true. Looking for food around the house. <laughs> <laughs> I just spotted some jelly beans on Chan's uh, bookshelf. And yeah, I... so now we're eating those jelly beans <laughs> yep. that have been on the shelf for months at least. Indeed. No, I don't care. Uh, since good. Easter. <laughs> Still good. Uh, you can always tell because oh. the Starbucks jelly beans, uh, Starbucks? Starbucks Starburst jelly, jelly beans, beans. Coffee flavor. Every mm. Easter. They only show up at Easter, and so I always buy them because they're great. They're the only jelly beans I eat. Still good in August. You don't eat a... Um, nope. Whatever you're about to say, no. You say birdie bots? Yeah. Go to hell. No, no, no. I was going to say jelly bellies. No. You don't like jelly bellies? Fuck Ronald Reagan and his jelly bellies. You're crazy. He's the reason man. why don't we're hold, in this position. No, don't hold don't Ronald like, Reagan responsible for jelly bellies. Yeah, oh, I will. You don't like buttered popcorn jelly bellies? They're pretty Ugh. good. Causing cancer. What, no, have you guys seen this game where you have the jelly beans that taste terrible combined with the ones that taste good? I've played good? that before. Now, why would you ever fucking play that? That's like because, Birdie Bots. Because I am an adventurous eater. Because fucking Harry Potter, dude. Okay, we're dude. But when I saw that in the movies, no part of me said, oh, I would like to do that in real life and eat booger flavored jelly beans. Well, you're not an adventurous eater. The worst one I got was rotten egg. It almost made me throw up. But then I also got a vomit flavored one, and they somehow chemically engineer them to feel hot when going down your throat. <laughs> and it like oh, like no. you, like you verped and then swallowed you it back. Verped? What the hell is a verp? <laughs> a vomit burp. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I kind of figured that out based on. I did too, but I wanted to hear the, it said out loud. Why yeah, would you do like, that? It's like when you think it's it's like the mouth. It's the mouth. Oh, it's the I'm mouth. just I'm hurting. My throat is literally <laughs> hurting right now. I don't get acid reflux, and you just gave it to me. <laughs> it's the mouth equivalent of a shart. Oh god! It's like yeah, when you think is. like, oh, I have to burp. This will be fine, and, and then, then you a little burp, stuff and comes. Then it's a little you get a little change mouth back. shart, <laughs> and then you, a mouth shart, and then you swallow it back, and it's hot. And I don't know how they did it with those birdie bots all flavor beans. This is the most upsetting conversation hot we've ever vomit had. Vomit jelly beans. I've tasted Delish. them all. I've tasted those ones. The the black pepper, not that bad. The grass, not terrible. But yeah, the wor- the worst one. 
Oh, this is the is most upsetting conversation we've ever had. We talk about watering rape, you in, you torture. want to eat more of them. No, like watering in like a uh, in like a in a anticipation of food. In anticipation of vomit. <laughs> what your mouth waters before you vomit? Yes, yes it absolutely does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, your your salivary glands person. work up to get ready for the big heave. That's like one of the ways you know you're going to vomit. Like you're like Ugh. You start salivating uncontrollably yeah. and that's how you know like, "Oh boy. Here, here we comes. go." Yeah. You salivate the most right before it comes up. Time to get to the kitchen sink. I guess I don't vomit enough to be able <laughs> to make distinct. I used to be a big time experience. puker. I really don't puke a lot anymore. But when I was younger and drinking and had no levels to know where oh. I was going, I'd always drink too much at every party, and I would barf at every college party. I, I went am to. so sorry to the yeah. emetophobes in the audience <laughs> who are like, please don't ever talk about vomit. And oh no, they're still going on. <laughs> Oh, oh! Now, now, now! This asshole's apologizing for all the vomit talk. And while we're at it, can I just say, <laughs> me, around the year two thousand, uh, back in the day, it was still early-ish days of the internet. Sure, we we're still bopping around doing weird things. Um, I stumbled across in my uh, porn searchings. Mm-hmm. Um, oh a yeah, video. Uh, I think there was I, a, I know a video you're talking a about. A 90 second clip of vomit porn. Yes, which yes. is like this woman who was like vomiting into this dude's mouth, uh, and ugh. then they flip. They're like naked and uh, uh, sort of sexual, and then like uh, he flips over, and then he vomits into her uh, mouth. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, so delightful. I would bring people over. <laughs> And I'd be like, hey, make- hey, come here. Watch this. Watch this. Uh-huh. In the way that you do, you know, oh, yeah. you know like show. And uh, I, there's there, there are some companion barf videos like that that are just. Yeah. Uh, I just wish I could find this uh. one because it was called AskNasty.mpeg. Oh, and it was just Jesus such a fond Christ. memory uh, I have from my so youth. This was the mark? two girls, one cup before two girls, one yeah, cup. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I've seen, I, I watched, there was one making the rounds, uh, maybe in like 2005, of a girl like vomiting into like a crock, like the, what you normally have soup in. Uh-huh. So that was gross in and of itself. But I was like, oh, this isn't that bad. Why is everyone freaking out about this? And then she. She eats it? Eats, eats some of it. Okay. And she picks things out of uh, the, the... Oh, wow. Oh, boy. She, okay. She on them. Guys, this is... Nice. This, we need to stop this right now. No one's I, listening I anymore. <laughs> that is... Sorry, Patreon. This we, is what you paid for. This is the worst conversation we've ever had. I will had. say, I met a dude at work, and we were talking about phobias, and he was like, oh, I have this thing that's like um, holes. Like, I went down a rabbit hole Nope, online. nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, like, nope, oh, do not, holes. nope, move on. We know about Do that, not talk Chan. about this. I, told, I not... told him about Chan, and apparently it all starts the same way. Someone goes down a rabbit hole of images. Yeah. His was the face images. Yeah. And he was like, I didn't know I was afraid of this. I don't think I was afraid of this. It's and called then I trypophobia went down the with a Y. Hole. Do it was not. The exact same fo- like thing that you, the exact same story that you had, Chan. I'm getting itchy now. People God make unpleasant it. photos. Don't look at them. Like, you don't have to <laughs> Google image search unpleasant things. It's the same reason. It's the same impulse that made me download that vomit porn video <laughs> and then show it to people. All right. All right. It's just, it, It's just in there. You have to do it. Guys, no, you really don't. Guys, what are the odds that in the time that we've been uh, talking about this, Brian Rapp has put on his finest suit? Oh, no. (laughs) 
No, Brian, no. No. Well, let's talk. Let's, let's get to something less pleasant. Sergeant Savage and his screaming eagles. Yeah. The, it opens with a whole bunch of exposition that Sergeant Savage was a World War II hero. Sergeant Savage so... is fucking Captain America. Yes, Captain also, America. So much, so much exposition. Yeah. So much exposition. And there doesn't need to be, really, at all. Because no. th- he got experimented on by the Nazis, but we won't say mm. the Nazis. We'll call them the Iron Army because sure. they're robot yeah. Nazis. Worst mm. kind of Nazis, if you also, ask me. Also, I feel like Sergeant Savage is a ripoff on the, on Sergeant Slaughter. And since it's in the same universe, I don't know if that makes it better or worse. My guess is that at some point uh, there was some contract dispute and they lost Slaughter for a while. This was oh. like they had Slaughter around 80, 1986, 1987. This is 1994. So I think Slaughter's been out of the picture for a long time at this point. Yeah, I guess. I like, just I didn't like it. He's Slaughter still reps G.I. Joe even today, which right. is great. Um mm-hmm. but I think like he wasn't part of their marketing at this no, point. No, but I feel like give him a nod. Like he's he's the best soldier we've seen since Sergeant Slaughter. Ah, that's funny. Their names sort of sound the same. Shut up, Jim. Yeah. They should have had him in uh this team because it turns out that the team is a bunch of uh 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 Sergeants, yeah, a bunch of terrible sergeants. For some reason, they all have the rank of sergeant, and they're misfits. Also, like I know I I joke about. Well, it's not a joke; it's legitimate. I can't tell the difference between GI Joes, but on this show, I really could not tell the difference between anyone. Same exact. Body type, which again I know was a thing, and it is still. A they thing all had to be muscular, and one of them was slightly bigger. What, like, there was it. one roughly, dude who was probably Hispanic. Yeah, yeah. It, and when he talked at the end, I was like, "Oh God, you're, you saved this racism for the end." <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was like, "Wow, they're dressed almost identically. They have all the same muscles, same body shape." Yeah, there it, was that one dude who looked like a little slow that they kept sort of. Maybe, maybe that's why the exposition had to be done twice at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Like, here's the pre-roll, and we're going to narrate it, and then we're going to have a news uh, roll that tells, tells you the same goddamn thing. Well, this is – it took me until the – like, halfway through the episode to realize that the guys that they were talking about that were his squad in the beginning were not then the later squad. No, right. Two like, different squads. They're all I dead. I was like, oh. They were all dead, Because yeah. he kept saying they're all dead, and then I was like, wait – Aren't these the same dudes? Did they, <laughs> did they also freeze themselves? Well, What's happening How here? come the Nazis experimented on him and not a Nazi? That's a huge to, That's problem. what I don't understand about the whole premise of what's going no, on here. No, because what, like, he might have died. What do the Nazis care if they kill a Nazi? At least right. they have a loyal soldier if, if they it, get it right. that's true. If he died, if, yeah, if they died, then why not, uh, why would you bother freeze him? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's strange true. choices were just made in this. Yeah, um, including to make this. <laughs> the strangest choice of so all. So we open in World War II and we find out that uh, uh, Sergeant Savage and his squad never returned from their top secret mission. So how do we even know about it? If it was a top secret mission. I mean, sometimes records get unsealed years later. This is the ex- years. This is concurrent. This is 1944 when he disappeared. It shows up on the uh, oh, newsreel. Yeah. Like, hey, everybody, that was a top secret mission. Yep. And it failed. So sorry. <laughs> Go United States. Support your war effort, everybody. I just can't get over how jacked this dude is. Like I it's if, huge. if he's living in the same world as the Joes. Yeah. He if you put a Joe character next to him, it would be insane. Well, he's uh, like seven did. feet tall. 
And he's he, yeah he's because there are three uh, Joe characters uh, that show up next to him because I didn't even realize this till I read the the cast list afterwards mm-hmm. because the three Joe characters we meet there because we meet General Hawk oh, that is General so Hawk it's the same no no I knew it, they said General Hawk and I was like what a fucking ripoff it's the same dude yeah it, that is General is it the Hawk same voice not at all no. okay because that's what confused me and the woman. Turns out to be Lady J. Lady J. Turns out to be the woman of that blonde team. Hair. The blonde woman. Yeah, that's somehow Lady J. I and don't... then the black dude is Doc. Wait, so Lady J. Uh, I did not realize that. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Lady J. Twelve years later has blonde hair, looks younger, and is more fit. Yep. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily twelve years later. I think this is happening concurrently with. Uh, uh, that is 1944 to 1994. It takes place, yeah, it would be a few years later. Yeah, 1994. It's G. about I. eight Joe years later. Like 85, right? Started 80, well, 85 is when the main TV show started. That's what I'm saying. She bleached yeah. her hair to look younger. You know, how you do. I don't like any of She was also like, she lacked all the competence of Lady J. Like, she was kind uh, of well, just there was. She did deliver a flying kick to that, like, robot head at some I, point. That's true. But now I hate this show even more. There's so many reasons. I I hate it because they have those characters. Also because it wasn't clear that those were those characters. Did they at any point say Lady J? Nope, or Doc. They said General Hawk, they said but not General the other Hawk. two. I thought it was a different different guy. I did too not at first. The same voice, and I was like, "Is this Hawk's son? Is this a ripoff? Is I mean, this a fucking ripoff?" What clearly happened Hawk's was son, also a general. Somebody wrote a thing. And someone uh, over at uh, Hasbro uh, or Sunbow was like, uh, we like that. Let's uh, throw in a couple of uh, th- of G.I. Joe references and make it part of the G.I. Joe universe. Okay. So well, this the whole toy. This is this exists to sell the, the toy line. Right. And the toy line is like G.I. Joe side missions, Sergeant Savage and the Screaming Eagles. Yeah. This is a branded G.I. Joe toy. So why didn't they make a better effort to get the people looking and sounding like Hawk, Ugh. Lady J, Doc? Well, because I mean, it never got released. Obviously, they oh, it saw it and it got was released like, in a videotape that came with the toys. Right. I mean, it does. Oh it didn't get out God. in the air. They never to, aired it no. to broadcast and sell the toys. Correct. You had to buy the toy to get the fucking cartoon. So you had to already be on board before you saw the thing, but you right. need to see the thing to get on board. Yeah. Also, I feel like if you bought the toy and watched the video, then seven days later you die. That's true. Then yes. Sergeant Savage crawls out of your TV. Yes, yeah. that's why Unless the toy you line. share it with someone else and mm-hmm. make them buy the toy. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's good marketing, though. Buy this or <laughs> you will literally true. die. Ish. Ish. Get your friends involved. So they find out Sergeant Savage is still in Berlin being held on ice for reasons that just defy explanation. Mm-hmm. And a robot man is going there and he rips the casket lid off of yep. the ice casket that he's in. And Lady J kicks his head off, which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty cool. Uh, how do you know she's Lady J? It shows up in the uh, uh, it, IMDb. You look it up. There's only list, one yeah. woman there and it's Lady J. I hate it so much. <laughs> sure. You are not wrong. Why would they... Why would they do this? But, I, no, great question. No, but here's the thing. They don't name her. Nope. So anyone watching doesn't know she's Lady Correct. J. Correct. Yes. She looks nothing like her. Doesn't act like her either. Doesn't sound like her. Nope. Doesn't act like doesn't her. Doesn't have a javelin with turkey dinner in it. Nothing. That's the best so, part about her. Yep. Uh, is it possible that like IMDb got it wrong? Yeah, conceivably. But, like, because what I'm saying is what what would be the point of, like, the point of throwing a character in there, like, at some point, spoiler alert, Cobra Commander shows up. Correct. We'll get there. The point of throwing that character in there is, like, huh? Huh? You guys know and love this character. Right. But it's very evident who it is. 
but not here. So why not? I'm wondering because, and the only reason I would say that is because I don't know if Sunbow had the license to show all those characters. Because remember that it was taken over by Deke in the 90s up to that point. Yeah. And they were making a side thing. So maybe they they were able to make references but not make it so obvious because they didn't own the rights to it. That's the only thing I would think of. And then I feel like don't include that character or right. make it fucking clear as hell that she's Lady J. Or just make a different dialogue. Yeah, I'm with that 100%. Um, well, the big fight happens. The Joe team is getting overpowered by the robot and Sergeant Savage does his one move that he does. He punches through the robot. Double punch. It was awesome. Can I say right now, I loved this. He punched both <laughs> Both hands through it and then ripped him asunder. Uh-huh. And I thought that was the hottest shit I've ever seen in a cartoon. I thought that, and he does that move like two or three times in this yeah, cartoon yeah. alone. I feel like to the point where someone would be like, geez, buddy, get a new move. Yeah, hits his one thing. He puts yeah. the B button and he rips the guy in half for the finish him <laughs> fatality. But it was, well, the first time it happened, I literally, I squealed. I went, oh, <laughs> oh, my God. that's so cool. And then your wife was like, wrote you a Dear John letter and packed her suitcase Oh, she's left. she's gone. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. It was this in the anti-drug episode. It was too much. <laughs> uh, they make a point, though, and this is what's, because I watched this right after I watched the anti-drug episode, uh, Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue, which you'll hear on the main feed, of course, probably a little bit after this gets released, but... Savage needs drugs to survive. Yes, he does. (laughs) Yeah. They make this like, his character is so ambivalently weird because his power level fluctuates. We don't really know what's going on and his eyes glow sometime when he's really powerful. I assume that it was going to be something like when he has the power of patriotism or the power of belief, he gets super (laughs) strong. Uh, No, it's meth. Yeah. The power of math. The power I, of math. I feel like Big Pharma had a hand in this episode. Like, they were like, ooh, Interesting. yeah. Okay. Tell, him, tell him he can't be big and strong without this. Recombinant compound to prevent a Methuselah effect. Without the DNA recombinant, his cells will age at a fantastic rate. Such accelerated molecular deterioration could kill him. Yeah. Wow. In other words, he'll get old real fast. Yep. That's it. Unless he takes drugs. Unless he takes yeah, drugs, this kids. Like a, this is like a Captain America Wolverine combo, but if they were way suckier. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we also find out that the big plot point here is that NASA is going to launch a satellite that will be able to see the Earth. Oh. Uh, well, no, they're going to be able <laughs> oh, to take uh, information and beam it back. Oh, so, that's so a, in other words, a satellite. A satellite. Yeah, a normal communication satellite. I can't. I went into a coma every time the exposition happened, so <laughs> I only saw uh, maybe thirty seconds of this episode. The thirty, the 30 <laughs> seconds that weren't uh, expositiony. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's there's so the Joes are like talking to a dude. And Sergeant Slaughter, Sergeant Savage is like, hey, I know that dude. He's this Nazi from back in the day. Strom is Krieger. Krieger's the guy who sold out his team for the Nazis and basically killed his entire team back in World War II. He sees him in the embodiment of Strom. Yeah. So first of all, uh, the military guys are like, you're crazy. No one could survive that long. To be fair, if he looks the same 50 years later... Unless he was also frozen. Yeah, I, which, I mean, d- yeah, that would be the first thing I would say. Like, I would be like, hey, wouldn't it make sense that they, like, maybe froze this dude? But also, I was like, oh, a better storytelling technique would be to not let the audience know whether or not it is the same dude. I mean, two minutes into the episode, don't spoil the game. 
and and yeah, I, and, and, and like make it seem like oh because they 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 put all this stuff out about like oh he's unstable he's this and so I was like okay so maybe they'll maybe they'll be like oh is it his mind playing tricks on him because he's not defrosted correctly maybe he has PTSD from exactly. his encounter like sure maybe he's he's starting to see Strom everywhere or who's the Krieger whatever his name Krieger, is Krieger yeah yeah he's starting to see Krieger everywhere and this is like a side effect of the 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 cryogenic chamber that he like is slowly going mad or maybe it really is the guy you don't know but then they're immediately like guys audience it's totally the it's same totally guy. The guy we assume you're a fucking moron yeah and then and then you know at the end the only thing that's different about him is he's like i've i had a fake soul patch on this he whole time rips off his lab coat Revealing underneath his military garb. His Nazi gear. Yeah. No, he also robot rips, Nazi rips off the he soul does, patch. He does have that tiny piece of facial hair. <laughs> yeah. And which he rips off because, God forbid, you actually just grow it, I guess? Would it be too I much? have no idea. This is a sacrifice he made for having all of the robot parts installed in him. He can no longer he can't grow facial grow hair. soul patch. You know no, 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 not facial hair. Just the soul patch. <laughs> I, I think more people should get that done, uh, augmented. Uh, if oh. you can't grow a soul patch anymore, let's remove oh. that from the world. I think oh. that's fine. I hate everything about this. Uh, so we go back and Sergeant Savage is now writing himself a letter or something, trying He's to explain journaling, this thing. Ray. He's journaling, Ray. He's a sensitive modern day man. I appreciated that they set the day at 420. <laughs> It made a lot of sense in the room that it was that all of this would be happening on 420. Drugs cannot keep him alive, right? So every day is 420 yeah, to Sergeant like, Savage. He's like gonna eventually like get married. His wife's gonna come home and she's gonna be like, "You have smoked weed every day, every day. for the past six months." And he's like, "I need it to live. I need it to survive." She's like, uh, "That was real drugs. That was like a, co- a cocktail of drugs. Nowhere in your medical report does it say you need weed." But I need it. <laughs> Daddy needs his it's reefer. It's legal now. Yeah. Um, okay. So and then he writes it. This is we get more exposition that we find out his strength fluctuates, which is just sometimes he's super strong and he doesn't know it, and sometimes he's not as strong. Right. So in the context of story writing, in theory, we can use this to a, a, a plot point. <sighs> we already talked about this, though. So reiterating it yep. means they had to pad the shit out of this thing. Yes, they did. And it's only, it's not even fucking 22 minutes it as not. it is. I will say from a logistical standpoint, when he says, my level of strength changes, uh, I was like, okay, this is actually a thing because I do know being an avid Buffy fan, slash like X-Men or anyone who is supposed to, supposed to have like strength... There are some episodes where, especially in Buffy, where it's like, oh, she rips a door, like she, there's a door that's locked, and she like just like rips the door, and, and he the does lock. the same thing here. And then there's like another scene where she like punches some a human with her full strength, and then they like get right back up. And I'm like, yo, if someone can like, so I was like, oh, maybe this is to cover their own asses. When he's like lifting up trucks, but then in the next scene is like fighting a normal human and isn't just immediately like caving his face in. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He punches Crom once, just buckles. Yeah, I think it's a very easy way to be like, "Hey, audience, ignore the fact that sometimes he can open a locked door and 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 sometimes he can't." Don't worry about that. Should we get to the sexual harassment? Because uh, a Lady J drives Sergeant Savage to the basketball court where they have uh, the six members of the team that he's taking over, his uh, screaming eagles, if you will. And immediately they... Six sergeants, each brilliant in a specialized field of science or mechanics. Each one highly trained in combat and espionage. So much exposition. 
<laughs> Each one incapable of following a direct order. Okay, first of all, now that I know this is Lady J, this infuriates me because I think we all know that Lady J would immediately say something. She would have chucked harpoons through each of their chests. That's what I'm saying. And not- she and she doesn't not only doesn't say anything, let's like the dude be the one that's like offended for her. God, I hate this show. He becomes a social justice warrior in that moment. He becomes the white knight of the internet, <laughs> if you will. And yeah, I just I just want to hear the whole team is gross. And then immediately now do you have the musical pull? Because we were talking about Final Fantasy earlier. It was Final Fantasy combat music that just starts playing in the background while they're doing this weird basketball beat 'em up oh, scene yeah. where he's trying to earn the respect. Can I just get a little bit of just background from this? Because I sort of got it's Final Fantasy music. <laughs> Like I'm, so you, you're fighting. A, like a you're game. fighting a cactuar in that scene. Like you really are. I will say that uh, I don't know if you guys. This is like sort of a common trope of any like we're in the inner city uh, thing. Like they use this in in Luke Cage. Where the lady cop uh, like is going and 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 plays basketball with some of the some of the dudes, some of the local street toughs. Exactly, exactly. And so I was like, is he is he sort of like dangerous mindsing them because he's teaching them this lesson while he's showing them that they can play basketball, and they're like, whoa, well, this it's old also, white guy's good at basketball. He just really showed us who's boss. We should respect him. Yeah, they he won the respect by dunking on them. A, B. He just woke up from 1944, where basketball was not a thing. No. You don't know, so, you weren't alive in 1944, Jay. He's like, where's the apple basket? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, not only that, like he says, I'm going to get the ball, and I'm going to just school them in basketball, which he would not have played at any point. You're right. And instead, he just like elbows them in the face. Like He fouls, every, he fouls out in the first five seconds of showing them this lesson. Mm-hmm. Like, And I'm just, they, they would respect that? I, I feel like at this point, just kick each of their asses. So show them your gigantic uh, truck-sized arms. Could have sworn like, you were going to say wiener. I mean, also no, whip it out, piss all, all over With him. all those drugs, I think we know he's got a micro penis. True, true. And so so he, then it, this bleeds into a training montage. Well, now they're all just working for him. After this one moment of like, they all get their asses kicked and they're all just yeah. like, I guess he's in charge now. That's all it took. In the years of their military service, nobody no tried other kicking their ass. Gained, gained their respect in any way. Yeah. I would argue that he earned their respect by destroying that backboard. I don't really know if you remember NBA Jam, mm-hmm. but um, I mm-hmm. instantly uh, respected any. Uh, video game character that broke the back. If they only would have waited a few more years, Shaquille O'Neal could have led this team. <laughs> or, I mean, maybe it's because they were like, oh, shit, we don't have a basketball anymore. Military spending's not that great. They won't give us another basketball net. I guess we might as well just go to work for this guy. We have to follow him until he can get us a new basketball. <laughs> exactly, yeah. and then they're just disrespectful again. Like, for being six, they raised, they have somehow raised the ranks to sergeant, and and they're so insubordinate they won't follow anybody. First off, how'd they all get promoted to sergeant in the first place? How did they stay no promoted? Idea. And yeah, how do they not get like court martialed or they what have you? Have been court martialed more times okay. than oh, he yeah. has been frozen. Uh, years he's been frozen. Okay, but I guess there's such a pushover in this scene. He kicks their ass one time and they're broken, like completely broken and on board mm-hmm. to yeah. serve the military. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like they. They also must be on some sort of concoction of drugs because they're so muscly. Yeah. 
but they oh, yeah. fold like babies. Yes. So I think that mm-hmm. whatever they're on has given them like brittle astronaut bones. To be fair, uh, they also have to go through the obstacle course before they're fully loyal to him. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so you know, just a quick uh, junkyard true. obstacle run. But you know what? There is a thing though in in in, in muscle building and like the bodybuilding world. There's two types of muscles. There's show muscles, and then there's like real muscles. Yeah. That's why the strong men all have those beer guts and yeah. all that because that's what real muscles are like. But the guys who are posing in the magazines, they might not necessarily they'll be strong, but they won't be any. They would be considerably less strong. These guys have show muscles. These guys all have show muscles. That's what I'm saying. So a guy who come out who also has show muscles, but chemically enhanced. Oh, no, all, all show muscles are chemically enhanced. Yeah. I, I don't know the point yeah. I'm trying to make here, but. <laughs> Neither does this cartoon. Neither, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so we find out that uh, 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 Sergeant Savage demands from General Hawk that he gets the NASA codes. And it's like, space wasn't even a thing for you a week ago. Maybe we're not going to give you the codes to NASA mm-hmm. correctly. General Hawk makes the right decision. And not giving him everything. Are you going to skip over them fi- finding a fucking junked Excuse plane me. from World War II? They find a Stuka. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, well, let's fix it up. That's what really brings them together. And then there's like, a, <sighs> a, yeah, like a, a happy song, sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. <laughs> and while they're like fixing it to like a fixing montage, one of them's like underneath the the plane, and then, uh, uh, oops, some oil spills out on his face, and he wheels himself out from under the plane and looks at his buddy, and his buddy laughs, and they both <laughs> shake their heads. It was like it was like the opening theme song to an '80s sitcom. Yeah, it really exactly, was. Exactly. Stand in time. Show me that smile the again. In this plane. <laughs> yeah. Make your way in the world today takes everything you got. Ooh, that's a good are we one too. singing '80s theme song? No, I, I think we all are correct. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, I was really trying to remember the Family Ties song and I couldn't. Oh, damn it! What is it? Oh, no, oh, wait. No, no, no. I know it. I know it. Um, Chan, if only you had a device that could find it in the next five no, seconds. No, no. I totally I know d- it. No, I can find it before the internet can. Um, it's it's like there's noises involved. Like, I don't think I don't think so. <laughs> Welcome back to Sergeant Savage and his Screaming Eagles. Yes. That's what I was saying. I bet we've been together for a million years. years. And I bet we've been together yeah. for a million All right. Well, oh, now yeah. we're all on board. Oh, uh, okay, got that on my General head. Thank Hawk, you. That's all And I they know. make reference to the Joe team for the first time here. Uh, yeah, so this was the first time. In like, the episode. I, I just have no idea what's going on at this point. Well, they're like, he would make a great, this team would make a great addendum to the G.I. Joe team mm-hmm. uh, yeah. who are off fighting Cobra still or something. No, mm-hmm. he says, like, the Joe team will be there. And I wrote yeah. down, what? <laughs> because I ha- I did not know that this was supposed to be in yeah. the G.I. Joe world. I only knew this because Ray mentioned briefly uh, that, like, oh, by the way, this is in the G.I. Joe world. I, oh, okay. I feel like this is why Brian Rapp said don't look up anything about Correct. this. And I didn't until I, I mentioned it because I think I watched it first. Because, yeah. uh, like, seriously, when they said General Hawk, I was like, ugh, rip off. Like, yeah. I wrote, like, with Sergeant Savage, I was like, rip off of Sergeant Slaughter. And then they said General Hawk, and I was like, they couldn't even come up with a different name for their general. Nope. And then when they said the, the, the the Joe team will be there and I was just like what the are they referring hell to the same Joe team is yeah. going on well Sergeant Savage now has a nightmare about Nazi tentacle robots that quite frankly disturbed me as well also at this point I wrote they're Nazis 
like what's happening? They're Nazis they're without like being called Nazis. Nazis. I don't know what's happening in this the show. Na- well, in the in the reality of the show, we won World War II and defeated the Nazis, uh-huh. who still exist as robots in some sort of shadow conspiracy government that has been there for fifty years. Yes. So nobody noticed. This is this is real. Nobody. This is real life. They become industrialists. They, but the real Nazis are coming out right now. And, and Strom yeah. would all robots. All Strom robots. would become the president of the United States. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Strong. Two R's. Two T's. Two M's. Two M's. Why? Very German. So Very many, German. So many letters. Yeah, uh, I, you know what? They're, they they just put in. This is a show that people have never made a show before, and they're like, just put a lot in. A lot of what, sir? You know, words and letters, <laughs> everything. Just more of everything. Well, we things get, like that. We didn't actually talk about the. Can I, I take one step back? I have listed down all the names of the team members of the Screaming Eagles here, um, if I may. And guys, give me your impression of each of these as unique characters. Okay, we start with D Day. Got it. Okay, D-Day, you know, World War II themes. That's where we're going here. But then we immediately followed up with Headbanger, who's okay. the, the wild punk of the At team. Least, yeah, make him look a little bit different, maybe. Okay, so then we have Grill. Grill looks exactly like the other two. Yep. Yep, we have Grill. Then we have Tank. Tank is the one who looks different because he's much bigger. Is he's, this the bald guy? This is the bald guy who's like eight feet tall. science? He's, yeah, he's somehow slow looking. He's slow, but also great at science. Yeah. You know, because why not? Then we have Mouse. Mouse, I think, is the vaguely Hispanic one, maybe. Uh, uh-huh. And then we have Dynamite. Dynamite is the sixth member of the team. Uh, and if you can look at these guys in a lineup and tell me which one is which, outside of Tank, because he's physically larger, I'm having a stroke. You're you're a better man than I go. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make things easier for you. I'm gonna just take us off a brief digression here. Um, Krieger, when we see him. He's partially robot. Yes. His hand disappears, and all I can think of is... We got him heavily outclamped. <laughs> they won't know what clamped them. They're coming straight toward our proximity. Maybe you should give them the clamps, clamps. <laughs> Gee. Just uh, clamps. Yeah. Give them the clamps. You're the not clamps. wrong. Why? Why? And that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, isn't a hand a lot more useful than that clampy thing he's got? Uh, this is what he uses to intimidate people, is the clamp. The I lone thought, clamp. I thought it was going to be like a, a knife or something that comes out. No, he could have gone into his workshop and pulled anything. He could have pulled like a, 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 a circular saw. He could have pulled like some like sort of giant all. A hook, hook would have been great. You know what it was? Like he was dating a girl that was like, oh my God, did you throw out my flat iron when we moved in together? And he's like, well, I, I, I was it in that box of, of things? Yes. I thought that that was a box of things to give away. You gave away my flat iron? Do you have any idea how human it's supposed to be today? And I have a job interview? And not just that, I am craving paninis like a motherfucker. <laughs> no, no, no. At this point, <laughs> he gets her the flat iron. He goes out and buys her one. She still keeps bringing it up, though. It's like, hey, you know, yeah, don't throw that away like you threw away my flat iron. Oh my and God. after like six months of this, he's like, Goes out, gets gets a gets a hacksaw, saws off his own hand. Oh, jeez! Just attaches a clamp to. It, was like, there. Are you happy now, clamp? I can I can flat iron your hair anytime you want. All I had to do, I gave up my hand. Are you happy now? Are you happy now? Yeah, you're a real Nazi about the. Oh, then they broke up like three yeah, months they later. Definitely broke up. And this he is not a healthy relationship. Hand. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. He tried to finger her with the clamp and, oh, and like no. forgetting that it was cl- it was a so, clamp, and she was like, babe. 
that's your clamp hand. And he's like, ah, I'm still not as dexterous with the other hand. It's like when uh, uh, my wife told me that she liked matcha flavored things. So I just started piling on the matcha things. I would go to the <laughs> store and I'm like, oh, this is a matcha flavored thing. I'm going to get this. I get this. And eventually she just stopped eating them and I realized oh it's because I way overdid it uh, in the same way she was probably like you know what I really like having my nipples pinched and he's like clam yeah. like, no <laughs> so, and he was drunk that night so it was really just like there was no tenderness there whatsoever mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god G.I. Joe will return after these messages At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. From out of the past to save the day comes Sergeant Savage, the Army's toughest soldier. Frozen in time, then unleashed to become the greatest, most powerful soldier ever to join the G.I. Joe team. Go Joe! Join the Sarge and his screaming eagles as they fight for G.I. Joe against the evil General Blitz and his Iron Army. General Blitz is taking the airfield! So Sergeant Savage and his screaming eagles attack in the deadly new Grizzly, scrapping the Iron Army with high-tech warheads. And winging its way into the fray is the P-40 Warhawk. Prime for battle with motorized light and sound Gatlin gun and super long-range missiles. General Blitz meet major defeat. And now you can get this exclusive color change Sergeant Savage figure. Send in two UPC proofs of purchase from Sergeant Savage Toys with cash register receipts plus $1 postage and handling. Call 1-800-GO-GI-JOE for more details. Move it! Move it! And for the ultimate in savagery, 12-inch tall Total Combat Savage is reporting for duty with recoil action machine gun, blazing battle action, vile villain, savage heroes, Sergeant Savage and his screaming eagles. P-40 Warhawk comes with exclusive fighter pilot Savage, Grizzly, Total Combat Savage, and other figures each sold separately. And color change camo Savage offer ends December 31st, 1995. Savage battle action only with G.I. Joe. Now, back to G.I. Joe. So they scanned the head of the robot that they decapitated earlier in a move that I actually uh, thought made sense. A, why didn't they do this before? Yeah. Especially when, B, it took all of two and a half seconds to, I'm in. <laughs> here's here's all the, the relevant plans. And why were the schematics of the NASA thing, like, in the robot's head? Well, that was, <laughs> I mean... Uh, the robot would have gone to kill him, then would have gone off to uh, be part of this mission. Maybe send uh, two different so, robots. Yeah, you have lots of robots in this Nazi robot army. You are the Iron Army, for God's Maybe sakes. Maybe don't put all your useful in, like, program that one robot to kill that dude, and that is all he should have in his robot head. And in case the robot fails, do you want everything tracking it back to you? Like, in yeah. the robot itself, you could program it, program it with different information. Program, like, Food Network specs in there, so that way they think the robot was sent by the Food Network. Yeah. 
I don't know. I believe the Food Network sends robots oh, to kill people. Oh, Food Network definitely has robots. I like mean, look, this. I, if you've seen Bobby Flay, you know they already have robot technology. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say the, uh, <laughs> the the two execs that they always bring on Food Network star. Oh, oh. yes, the tall lady and the nebbish dude. Yeah. They're yeah. so great. Sandy and something. I forget. No. I love both of them immensely, for the record. <laughs> they're both they're experts in the same way like Ivanka Trump is an expert on anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they just—they know how to—they know how to—they know how to make the faces. Mm-hmm. They know how to touch their chin from mm-hmm. time to time, and I don't think they know anything else about being an executive. Bob whatsoever. Tushman, Susie Fogelson, Susie Fogelson, Bob and Susie. That guy was tortured as a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was forced to watch Sergeant Savage and his Screaming Eagles on loop. Yeah, that's what I meant. Mess up any kid. <laughs> Kids would bully him, and they would be like, "Hey, Tushman." Watch this terrible cartoon. That's what you want me to do. You don't want to make fun of my name being Tushman. No, no this you... cartoon is punishment enough. Yeah, <laughs> you'll suffer enough for that later in life, Tushman. <laughs> uh, this is where the big reveal happens. That mm-hmm. Strom has been work is works with Cobra. Wait, what? did we just? Yeah, yeah. This is the big, and he, not only that, Strom was one of the founding members of Cobra, I which doesn't in oh, any no. in any Wait, timeline. I, I no, that part. there's just yeah. There's okay here. Uh, play the thing. Uh, it's not Christopher yeah. Lotta, but it does sound pretty good. More more exposition. Yes. I will say this one more time, Commander. The ties between our two organizations no longer bind. If you seek to interfere with my plans, I will destroy your organization as easily as I helped create it. Oh. It's goodbye then, Krieger. Cobra out. That's not a bad what? Cobra command. That's not Christopher Lotta. I, I oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I think he was already dead. Oh. Okay. Well, it's it is a good Cobra commander. I hate when they change up voice actors. I guess this is an acceptable reason, but I guess it makes sense that if this dude was around in World War II. That he was around before Cobra. Yeah, it's like uh, like when Hydra was created. Uh, yeah, I just hate that there has never been any mention of him before. And, and they're clearly trying right. to shoehorn mm. this in. This mm-hmm. is retconning of the worst kind of saying like, oh no, it was, oh gosh, what are they? It was the, the Bourne movies when they said that, oh no, this guy was there the entire, Tommy yeah. Lee Jones was one of the guys that was there the whole time. It's like, no, he fucking wasn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. also, uh, is it possible that he actually follows through on his promise and takes Cobra down? Because we know from this, spoiler alert, that he escapes in the end. And we also know from the one episode of the 90s cartoon that we, or no. What? The Almost Human Transformers episode. In the Transformers yeah, world, yeah. Cobra's been defeated yeah. by G.I. Joe. Cobra's been defeated, but maybe this dude let it get defeated. Like, maybe he was part of that, okay. Well, I mean, I don't. it, it sounded like, hey, I want to split off, uh, don't get my way, and... Cobra Commander, uh, un- quite uncharacteristically, is like, all right. <laughs> so I think they just sort of split and did their own things. They probably didn't have any interaction, and there's no reason like for one to go after the other. It, like, that's true, that's it reminded true. me a lot of any of the cameos from the Star Wars Holiday Special, where the person yeah. just sort of shows up, does something wildly out of character on a view screen, and then just disappears. Yeah, yeah. Like That's uh-huh. what it felt like to me. Um, and I, the whole time, I thought Strom was voiced by Dick Godier, voice of Serpentor. Like, listening to it, I sort of... Can we hear that clip, like, one more time of just him talking? Because I sort of got... I thought it was Serpentor, but it's not. Say this one more time, Commander. Does that yeah, not sound I, very yeah. serpentor to you? Similar, but more like uh, in the way that, like... He's a megalomaniac. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't. I, a lot of the, the the timbre of the voice and some of the inflections were just like, "Oh, that's just Serpentor." And I looked afterwards; his name, to, nobody's name that I recognize, appears in the in the closing credits of this whatsoever. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, these are all the the '90s uh, voice actors, right? The one, the cheap ones, <laughs> the cheapest ones they could get. Yeah. I wonder what these toys look like. I mean, I have an idea. Um, I actually that they were did you they look were them up. I did look them up. They are they are bigger in scale to GI Joe than the GI Joes that were traditional. Ugh, so GI Joes, I think, were like three and a half inches tall or something like that. Uh, these were four and a quarter, so they were Ugh. made to not be compatible with GI Joe, which already I think and is a disaster. I hate all this. I don't want action figures of different sizes because yeah. then you have to justify it in your play box why these guys wouldn't just automatically beat up Storm Shadow every time. Yeah, as someone who like didn't really have any Ken dolls and when I wanted my Barbies to have sex with things, had to make them have sex with like He-Man figures or the one time my friend came over who had like wrestling, like WWE oh, man. figures. Like it just... you. She's fucking The Undertaker. That's yeah, not appropriate. Yeah, and those wrestlers were way shorter than Barbie. Yeah. So it was basically just like head and boobs and a lot of times they're legs were like spread out like the wrestlers legs were spread out so it just you looked know, like they were like uh, uh, like donkey kong climbing up this barbie doll <laughs> you know you didn't have to make them fuck gina like that's just i'm just pointing that out there uh what yeah i'm sorry i'm crazy i don't know uh, what i'm talking about also they did have uh the normal uh what is it three and a half inch size about uh, of these they had the, yeah they had oh, really? toys for the gi joe size as well Interesting. Why would they sell two different sets of toys? That's they a little do, weird. Well, no, they do have large GI Joes as well because the original line, original GI, of GI Joes, Joes were, were like large. five, six oh. inches tall, and you could dress them. They were basically Barbie dolls, but for soldiers. Got it. Got it. But got then it. when they they decided because they wanted to save money, so they came up with the new size when they came up with the GI Joe toys in the eighties, and they literally it was just the cost of making the toy. It was cheaper mm-hmm. to make a smaller toy, so they decided this was the new height, and to me that became official height because it's the first one I encountered. Mm-hmm. So anything that was bigger felt weird to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Like got He-Man it. toys and stuff. Like, they just didn't work together Yeah, very well. And the, and the G.I. Joe toys were also much more articulate. That was a really cool thing about their design. Got it. Um, was that you could pose them and make them do combat and stuff really, really well. Got it. But here we are, Sergeant Savage. <laughs> this is the big final scene now. We go to the launch pad of the space shuttle that's about to take off. And I, I think Strom gives himself up way too fast in this scene right here. The second that Savage shows up, he's like, yep, I'm evil. I'm Krieger. Bye. And this is where he tears the soul patch off. Uh, wait, before that, can, can I just say that uh, Sergeant Savage jumps into his plane like you do. He's tearing off. He's going to go to uh, right. this, uh, this launch, which is wherever it is. Uh, he's followed by the rest Huntsville, of his team. Alabama, I guess. Uh, one in a Jeep, mm-hmm. one in a tank, mm-hmm. and they make it there at about the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, an airplane... Uh, in case you were curious, needs to go a pretty high velocity just to stay up in the air. That is correct. Can't go so tank speeds. A tank following behind is going to be much further behind unless he is like circling and circling and circling <laughs> and waiting for everybody to catch up. Is like, damn it. Why didn't I just leave after them? I left before them. This is going to take forever. Well- but I need to stop and get a snack. Plane, but so it must be slow. It's an old plane, but he also has a watch that can control it like it's the Batmobile. <laughs> yep. Press this button to have it come to you. And I'm, obviously that's going to play off later in the episode, but that's really sophisticated for being a 1940s aircraft. Uh, also, can I – well, I mean, obviously they, they did upgrades. They modified specific it. Special. Um, if you have a uh, plane that's coming to catch you, 
you know, like you do, like the uh, happens with Cobra all the time. They mm-hmm. got the oh fan gliders, and you know, like uh, maybe don't put a propeller in front of it. Yeah, because <laughs> if you're jumping and it's trying to catch you, you're gonna get splattered. It's a little weird. So he comes over and he immediately at- uses the plane to attack the rocket launch and starts yep. shooting the whole thing up, uh-huh. which should, in the eyes of everyone watching, make him an enemy. Pretty insane. That's yeah. sort of what GI Joe is there to prevent. <laughs> Yeah, and so he just shows up and starts raining havoc. He doesn't seem to care. He seems to fire on the crowd. Yep. He seems to fire on the aircraft. Yeah, yeah and there's a lot of And all of this is sanctioned by the government, so he should, in theory, be a terrorist in this moment. Am mm-hmm. I wrong? Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, he's wasting, like, millions of dollars worth of uh, proper, like, a... Uh technology yeah and this is why if i'm strom i'm just like oh no he's gone rogue i'm not going to announce i am a nazi to the world because Mm -hmm. i still have i still am correct in this in this instance Mm -hmm. yeah and and instead he decides to like yank off the thing be like haha i am a nazi savage was right and there are nazi crew all around did nobody notice the crew like all the crew were wearing like grenadier outfits uh yeah they were wearing jackets ray yeah nazi jackets uh, chan it's a 7 foot tall robot but it's wearing a jacket. They yeah. get chilly. And a hat. They get chilly. A Their jacket and a rocket hat. launch. Their heads How am get I supposed chilly. to know? How am I supposed to know that that's a giant killer uh. robot? <laughs> how, how would you know that they, yeah. It's very upsetting. Yeah, all of this is very upsetting. <laughs> uh, There's a huge fight now between Strom and Savage that goes off. And they fight back and forth. Punch, and, punch, punch. And Strom, like, wins the fight and then gets on the rocket. Why does he get on the fucking Rocket. rocket. I'm taking a rocket. I'm packing my suitcase. And also, why does uh, Savage jump on a rocket? Mm-hmm. That seems like a not a good idea. He gets to the he finds the fuel uh, the fuel thing and he throws a grenade in the fuel thing. Mm-hmm. And and much like many other things we've watched, like the bad guy doesn't even have to do anything. If he if if he stays in character as Strom and Savage gets out of his plane and beats him up at the rocket launch, they're going to arrest Savage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All he had to do was be like, and again, this is why I feel like they shouldn't have tipped the hat that he's the same Nazi dude. Because if, up until the very end, it was like, oh shit, is this guy crazy? Yeah, we could have had a reveal of any kind that when he does do the reveal, we're all like, yeah. Cool. Yeah, we've already seen it. I don't know. So he blows up the rocket. We see Strom fly away in his plane. Savage is falling through the air, and he uses his bat device to call his plane to pick him up. The guys, the team does literally nothing. The team, seem near as I can tell, they just fire on civilians. Like, that's all they really do here. There are some robots, I guess, that show up, but... And then it's over. Uh, Also, at the end, they, they, like, give themselves... This is, like, an example of, like, people giving themselves their own nicknames. Yes. And then, like, being really excited. Like, if it was, like, I'm Ray Stacanus, and we're Ray's angels. And that's when you guys are just, like, actually, we're not. (laughs) We're not at all Ray's angels. We are individual people. But if we, like, shouted it out ourselves, like, everything about this is super weird. And then they refer to them as the new Joe Team Battalion. And it's like I just see I just I literally I see General Hawk sitting there and being like, mm, we're gonna pull the plug on this operation. Yeah. Well, then someone says something along the lines of like, oh, now you have a new GI Joe expansion pack of toys. The Joes have got a new battle ready unit. 
That yep. that is available at Toys R Us. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It looks like the Joes. In fact, if you're collecting Joes in any form and you wanted the complete set, your set's not complete without this battle ready unit. And maybe that's why they made them bigger because they are physically bigger than the Joes in the episode, and they're fighting bigger. They're fighting seven foot Nazi robots. I lost a piece of my soul to I'm, this. I'm usually on board with everything we watch, no matter where it goes. <laughs> this is maybe... The, this like, and Beast Wars are the two that lost I me. I feel like we <laughs> should give Brian props for breaking us. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have tried. Yeah. We've actually... I think we fought through a lot of good battles. And I don't know if this... I, don't, I think this is a draw. I don't think it's a really? full... I think Beast Wars, which you were, you didn't see Beast Wars. No. Transformers Beast Wars, to me, was a solid L. Like, that was a beat my spirit to want to continue. Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling episode we watched, I will put in the loss column because it 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 it, it made my will to live just stop. <laughs> I mean, and This I- one, I feel like, if had it been maybe five... Five or ten minutes longer, it probably would have gotten there. But I felt, I still felt okay with being alive at you the end of we watching just need, it. Like Gatorade for our soul, like, yeah, like a little bit of replenishment. I just feel like the nineties were uh, a lot of just terrible things were happening in animation. <laughs> I disagree. Uh, that I, just, but also that they just sort of like wash over me. Like, it doesn't affect me. I disagree. Like, I think the 90s this? also had Animania. No, there's some great stuff. There are some bad yeah. animated series, for God's sake. Yeah. On the bottom end, like, we're talking... This, I would compare to, say, Rubik the Amazing Cube. They're both, you know, based on toys yeah, and whatnot like that. I was going to say, uh, the 80s had some real bad stuff. We just happened to be watching the popular 80s stuff. Well, this, this felt like an 80s cartoon, but in the body of a 90s cartoon, you know? Because 90s kind of had their own ex- extreme kind of feel to it that... This doesn't really scratch, Ugh. as far as I think. Ugh. You know, because it did. It, if you told me this came out in 1988, I would have been like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course it did. Oh, I'm all disoriented now. Uh, Sergeant Savage and his screaming eagles. I'm going to have nightmares about them. I'm going to have nightmares about those tentacle robots from the fucking Nazis. I'm already afraid of tentacles. And that when the tentacles showed up on screen, right. I'm like, oh, no, it's one of those weird uh, uh, hentai lie. porns. Yeah, don't lie. <laughs> you love tentacle porn. I don't. You love tentacles laying eggs all up in your sports. I would rather watch that. <laughs> I would rather watch that vomit video than tentacle porn. Can I just put that out there? Oh, someday I'm going to find it. Uh, don't look too hard, Chan, because you will. When you find it, edit in uh, tentacles <laughs> and then send it to Ray. Oh, my God. Yeah, don't do that. And then if you want, edit in a belly button and send it to me. <laughs> and then and then a guy falling in a hole so we can cover all our bases. <laughs> and then a tentacle coming out of the hole. And uh, then we all simultaneously destroy ourselves. Uh, if we have any other uh, business, let's get it out of the way. Because I found the file card for Sergeant Savage. And basically, uh, there's no information on it. Like, his name is Robert S. Savage. Of course it is. Um, if you I, didn't I think his real last name was Savage, uh, you were not paying attention to I imagine anything. his middle name is Seymour. Seems like oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, most of the card is just one long quote. <laughs> let's hear it. So uh, let's uh, get all the other stuff out of the way, and then we'll end it with this uh, with a dramatic reading. A dramatic reading, Chan? Is this where you yep. want to go with the episode? I, it, okay. It's, it's out of the way. I want this, this well, over with. You guys know us. Uh, uh, we are at G.I. Joe Podcast on Twitter, patreon.com slash knowing us half the podcast. Thank you so much, Brian Rapp, for giving us this to watch. I do feel like a better Joe fan now that I understand that this exists. <laughs> I might not be happy about you it. You are yeah. ever the politician, Ray. <laughs> Try to be. Uh, and of course, uh, facebook.com slash knowing us half the podcast. Individually, I am at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And we're going to end it now, Chan. 
then you have a dramatic reading of the Sergeant Savage <clears throat> file card, which I think is a very appropriate way to send off this delightful, delightful episode. Uh, this is from journal entry X35-374-A4. Uh, Written on 420. Uh, a quote. When the going gets tough, the Screaming Eagles and I get going. I don't care how outnumbered we are or how difficult the battle conditions become. If my men and I are ordered to overtake an enemy bunker, that's just what we're going to do. I've been in enough firefights to know that when the bombs start dropping and the bullets start flying, that's when the hero in all of us takes command. Victory is inevitable as long as I keep my trigger finger blasting away while my rifle pumps out rounds of ammo with its pulsating recoil action barrel. Uh, hearing those bullets rip through the air heading for enemy attackers is the sweetest sound I've ever heard signed Sergeant Savage underline he signs his own journal like he's an Alabama high school football coach that's who he is I didn't read it before I just read it now and then when it got all sexual in the middle ripping bullets fuck (laughs) <laughs> pulsating recoil action barrel. This guy fucks uh, his howitzer. That's, that's what his journal actually uh, That's his journal. Oh, so many exclamation points in his journal. I imagine he's a man who writes, who literally physically writes in all caps. I'm just convinced. This is normal sentence case, so don't worry. This is before all caps were a thing. That's true. Thank you guys very much. We'll see y'all next month with the next crop of Patreons. Good night. I'm Kevin Goatee. Hey, I'm Kevin Israel. We host Gutting the Sacred Cow, the best and most unique movie debate podcast out there. Why? Because we invite our guests to pick a film that they find overrated or hate and try to convince us to see their argument. They must pick a film that is a financial success, widely beloved, or critically acclaimed. That's right. Some of the films our guests have tried to eviscerate, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Pulp Fiction, Ghostbusters? You can find us on all podcast platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. And if you want to watch our smiling faces, we're also on YouTube. GuttingTheSacredCow.com is where you find all of our information. And we look forward to our guests infuriating you when they attack your favorite films. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.